This episode of Auto Dealer Live is brought to you by True Car. Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm socially awkward today, brother. I'm freaking awkward. I was socially awkward for a period of time. It was like 12, 13 years old. It was hard. It was those, those weird years. Zits, uh, body hair, and odors. Um, well, you still have a lot of body hair there, buddy. I know. It's getting more intense, too. So, I was, can I see that? That's awesome. Like We're not so fancy. Look, this is like breaking news. Who's going to be on buddy. today? Breaking news. <laughs> that kind of breaking news. <laughs> so, Dave Villa, let me uh, let me mention something for our for our watch or viewers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they don't or they haven't tweeted, you know, or uh, today, and they feel like tweeting something. Why don't you hashtag Auto Dealer Live and and why don't you tweet something? Hey, I got a question. We'll see it. Does uh, Mike the car guy really have his Christmas tree up still? Don't Mike the is? car guy. Mike. You got your Christmas tree up behind you there, buddy. On the he's uh, like, it's an Easter tree. It's an Easter. Oh, Easter! Those are Easter eggs. Those are those are bunnies and rabbits and such and uh, peeps. Wait, what's wrong with still having your Christmas tree up? Uh, you know nothing. 
That's interesting, Mike the Car. You know what? It you. saves time. You don't have to put it you. up next. Yeah, you know, you don't have to put it up next uh, Thanksgiving, right? Where's my bobblehead, Arnold? Arnold, what's up, man? Yo. Hey, go ahead. So finish what you were saying, Arnold. man. I tell you, uh, I don't think I was. Funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just telling everybody to tweet uh, Auto Deer Live hashtag Auto Deer Live. The reason you should it, it's because there is content on on our our Twitter feed that really. Some of it doesn't get mentioned because we're busy. We have we have an agenda here. We have things we're looking. I'm looking at my Twitter right now, you know. Ezra. But, but there's a lot of good stuff happening. On grab me one of those. Hey, grab me one of those uh, boxes, those socks over there. Yeah, bring one of them here. So anyway, so anyway, like, like I said, you got you got good stuff happening, and you should tweet so we can see what you think about what's going on. Yeah, it's going to be a an outstanding show today, man. Um, it's socially awkward. We are going to be discussing. Social selling, and uh, Twitter's already lightened up. So here's what we're going to do, okay? We're going to do two hashtags today. This is what it's going to be. Mike, Ezra, I need you guys to get with Mikey and Kim. All right, make sure, I say this all the time, and I don't know if it happens or not because our Twitter's blowing up, but throughout the show, we're going to go ahead and give you updates of who is in charge in the tweeter leader, meaning using both hashtags, Mike, auto dealer live, hashtag auto dealer live, and hashtag social selling, both in the same tweet, I don't care if you tweet your toenail. I don't care what you tweet. As long as the hashtag auto dealer live and social selling are there, the top one is going to get these bad boys. Oh, oh sweet mercy. Oh, it's like that? shambles. You like oh, it's that? It's like the Zeppelin. Oh, the <laughs> hey, humanity. You're going to get that. No, tell them what they really get, Dave. Uh, huh? Where'd it go? <laughs> Somebody just laughed out there. I heard like people laughing outside. Grab my socks real quick. Get man. the socks. Give me the, yeah, I need the socks. How many people we have in this room we're that can help? Away, we're going to give away a pair, a box of these socks right here, okay? We're going to give a box of these Grant Cardone socks. Right there. These are cool as heck, man. I, I bought some of these for our sales guys. We they're actually, actually really sweet. Yeah, our top sales guy won them the first day we had them. And I got a couple extra you pair. show them what's inside? Yeah, sure. I'll open them up. But we're going to give away these because these are just fresh. I'm just telling you, man, they're fresh. They are. And if you you're, know, I'm, if not, you're, I'm not, there's no shame in my game of giving uh, someone else's product away. Cause, uh, no, this and, is, and Grant's a genius because look socks, at, baby. Look at that. Look at 10X All socks. Right. That be sold socks. These are you can ink bucks. the deal socks. All right. So a little shout out to Grant. I was in uh, Miami this past Monday. We sat down and interviewed um, uh, Grant. And uh, anyway, it's been it was an awesome deal. So going to give these socks away, but you have to hashtag Auto Dealer Live, hashtag Social Selling, and um, the Tweeter Leader today will win both. So let's blow it up, gentlemen, ladies. Let's do it. And then ladies, if you wear socks, wear them. Sorry, this may be a little more male specific. However, they could be unisex. Yeah, they could be unisex. Sure. And of course, you can give them away or whatever. But they're just pretty cool to have. They are cool. So, social selling, man. You know, we're going to discuss some things today, I think, that are kind of, uh, you know, kind of controversial a little bit because, you know, we're sitting here talking about giving socks away on Twitter. So, obviously, Tommy, we agree with social media and the fact that social media is prevalent today. And uh, But here's, here's the thing, man. Social media is... Um, you know, is is obviously prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know, in our in our day and age. And again, we're talking about giving something away over Twitter, and here we are broadcasting. You know, v- v- via video online, video streaming, and audio streaming through Blog Talk. But um, you know, we're talking today specifically about selling on social media, and uh, there's some real discrepancies when it comes to that. There's there's lines that I think that you and I, you know, we talked a lot about this, and and um, we're going to have our guest really weigh in on the fact of selling cars 
through social media and, and selling. So we have uh, people on both sides of the fence today. Uh, we have experts. We have those that are obviously dealers currently. We have past dealers, people that are selling dealerships, social programs. And this is, this is going to be a legitimate stripped-down discussion on can we effectively sell cars over social media and, is, and what's the correct method in doing this. And, by the way, in that process, not only cover, not only uncovering the correct way, possibly if there is one, right, the correct path, but also uncovering possibly the incorrect path and the fallacies when it comes to selling cars or what we thought was social selling. That's it. What and do you think? I, well, I'm a, a, as a salesperson, you know, you want to maximize every avenue. I mean, we cold call a lot, which is you know, the phones are kind of a best friend. But shoot, we get leads off of social. We sold mm-hmm. leads. Uh, I mean, today we're we're literally getting getting deals potentially off of them, some things that came in from some social stuff we did. Right. So yeah. So I want to know the right way, the wrong way. The if there's a, uh, a more efficient path to the sale, mm-hmm. you're never gonna have to stop selling. You're always gonna have to pick up the phone. You're always gonna have to meet somebody. You're gonna have to shake a hand or or, or do it over the phone, whatever that looks like. You're gonna have to make contact. But shoot, if we can generate a lead that way, right? And uh, why not? Absolutely. I'm, I'm down. So it's going to be exciting, man. We're going to be coming right back. We're going to have our uh, panel the next up. By the way, Twitter leader gets the socks. We're going to send the socks out. They're cool as heck, man. Again, these are a $60 value. We're going to give them to you. We appreciate our listening audience. And um, I think you'll enjoy them. Compliments of uh, Auto Dealer Live via uh, Grant Cardone. And um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, Tommy. And then the next up, the next up is a social selling panel. Right here. Booyaka. on, On Auto Dealer Live. We'll be right back. Go with the pros who know. Your dealership wouldn't trust its vehicles in the hands of an uncertified technician. So why trust its finances with accounting firms that don't know your business? Rosenfield & Company knows the automotive industry and has been serving dealerships like yours for over 20 years. We take pride in helping our clients grow from single point stores to some of the largest dealer groups in the country. We are more than just your accountants. Our team can guide you through mergers and acquisitions, operational reviews, succession planning, and more. Visit us on the web for more information at www.rosenfieldandco.com. Jason Rice from Lot Pop, and let me tell you what we do to help dealerships increase used car sales 20 to 30 percent in gross and volume. Three areas we focus on trend reports. We look at weekly trends that no one else is trending to make adjustments on our inventory. Two is we do weekly review calls to review those trends, but also we dig through every car that needs to be price adjusted to increase the searches. And three, we do a virtual lot walk, make sure every car is standing tall in line, and make sure we don't have bad photos like these. Check out our website, lotpop.com our blog at automotiverevolution.com, and our weekly video tips at increaseturn.com. Thanks. Hello, I'm Alan Ram, president and founder of Alan Ram's Proactive Training Solutions. Let's face it, good managers are defined not by what they do when they have a showroom full of customers, but more by what they do when there are no customers in the showroom. In 2015, whether you like it or not, the car business is all about conversion of opportunities and driving traffic. All those great closers and desk people are not doing you a whole lot of good if your dealership is not converting effectively on the telephone and internet. As an owner or dealer, when you see five salespeople standing by the front door doing nothing, 
Don't kid yourself. Your dealership is not being effectively managed. Management by Fire is a two and a half day intensive course conducted entirely by me that teaches managers how to effectively manage in today's automotive industry. Simple processes for driving high quality traffic. For more information on upcoming events, please call my team at 866-996-4665. Once again, 866-996-4665. Thank you. Service Group has over 40 years of experience empowering dealerships to grow profits, develop personnel, and provide their customers with a high level of service. We offer high quality products, world-class servicing, and innovative training and technology. Meet our team, first-class trainers, the best account managers, and an executive team that's second to none. This is your Service Group team. We look forward to giving your people the power to Max Profit Selling, an easy to follow, buyer friendly sales process that will give you the tools, skills and confidence to consistently sell premium vehicles to delighted buyers. To learn more about selling the way your customers prefer to buy, please visit NoPressureSelling.com or call 1-800-515-0034. Myself in the lip with the microphone. What the heck's going on, man? It's, it's like, like a, it's like a so, weird. It's, it's almost like, like we're awkward. Oh, what a perfect segue yeah, you into like our. That? Oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Come on. Oh, well, thank you. You're good. I'm good. If you're good, Mike. We're good. You no, know, that was the thumbs up that the guests are ready. All right, we're ready. I didn't need. We're knocking crap over. So, hey, we're socially awkward today, but man, I'm really excited about this panel. What do you think? No, the panel's good. Hopefully they're better than we've been so far on the beginning of this way the show has started. They they will, man. Amen. They will. So, well, why don't you introduce them, Dave? Are they they're ready to come on? Let's do this. Let's do this day. thing. The next up on Auto Dealer Live is the social selling panel. We have uh, VJ E-Commerce and Marketing Director, Universal Auto Group. We have Laura Madison, National Director of Sales for Allen Rams Proactive Training Solutions. We have Brett Oob. He is the president and owner of Lakeside Ford, Winnesboro Chrysler Dodge Jeep of Ville Platte. Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Car Pros. Wow. We have Mark Hunter, the sales hunter. Uh, he's a speaker, sales trainer, consultant extraordinaire. And then we have Alan Ram, president and founder of Alan Ram's Proactive Training Solutions. Uh, gentlemen and lady, we want to thank you guys for joining us today on our social selling panel. 
Uh, it's been a highly anticipated uh, show and topic. We've been getting a lot of feedback and opinions on this, and uh, we're going to kind of jump right uh, into this and um, kind of start with uh, start with uh, you know uh, VJ. And I want to start with you for a second because you know it's interesting. You said you knew who Laura and Alan obviously were, and you're a dealer. And um, you didn't mean this in, a, in an egotistical way or ha- what have you, but you, you said something that was interesting. So I want to start with you. You said, I've, you know, I've been doing this or social selling, and you're a dealer since, uh, in, I think the phrase was, I know Laura, but I've been doing this probably since she was in the crib, meaning that um, you know, you've been kind of doing this for a while. You're a believer in it. So I'm going to start with you and talk about how important, how important is this discussion in the auto business today? Well, thank you for having me, uh, and hello to everybody. So, um, yeah, as early on in 2006, 2007, uh, when I was with the Fund uh, Automotive Group in Atlanta, I started early on, and I was one of the first who got a flip cam and all that stuff, and I started out to, to just take photos of our car functions, and I created a BMW Atlanta blogger with the WordPress, you know, and I found out that early on that people said to me, you know, that they saw me as artwork, you know, exactly like the title of the show said, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And I said, you know what, that will be the future. And, and I always think that I can look around the corner. I don't know what it is, but I somehow have the right feel and then like an antenna. And in 2007, 8, 9, um, I was uh, early on with the social media. Twitter was really just fresh. And uh, I saw the opportunity, and that's why I know Laura uh, good from following her, how she did it with her Laura Drive blog. Uh, and uh, I always appreciate that because she has a nice demeanor. She is uh, very likable on, on the camera. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we need to focus as car dealerships. In. Okay. We, we are all having the same rebates. We are all having the same pricing on the website. How differentiating ourselves? Yeah, we have maybe a shuttle service more or whatever, but that doesn't really count any longer. We need to nourish our um, opportunities, what of our database already shows, what we can do uh, to be more engaging. You know, so the video power is there. We, we have to be more proactive, in my opinion, and we have to focus on the people, you know, still buying from people. So all the technology, all the big data is all nice and good, but we have to be more likable as Laura very well demonstrated when she was in Montana selling cars. And uh, as I'm right now doing again for this auto group, you know, I have a VJ Drive Sacoma block where I'm driving Lederhosen, a test driving car, because I'm German, and I wanted to just make a little spiel with it, and it's relating very well to the customer. Customers contact me directly and say, hey, you know what, your review was not really good, it was funny too. I would like to come and see this car. So that's how we connect right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you for, and, and Laura, let me ask you this, you know, Mark, uh, Mark Hunter's on as well. And I'm going to give him a chance to weigh in here. He's a, a sales trainer and he wrote a blog at why social selling is not social selling. And, and of course I'm going to let him, you know, defend his statement. And I don't think there's going to be a ton of a disagreement here, but one of the things that Mark uh, says is uh, social selling Here's his issue. He said, social selling works as a way to create relationships, develop awareness, and generate insights. But to think we're going to close sales purely based off social selling, Mark says, is simply not a solid business plan. And the title of this is why social selling is, of course, not capital social selling. So what, what he's saying there is, does that hold merit in your opinion? I mean, what, 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 what do you say about that in regards to social selling and then, um, and, and then kind of segue into maybe uh, commenting 
on what Vijay said as well. Sure. Well, I think Mark is really on to something here, especially when we talk about building relationships. That's, social media is one of the best tools to do that. But of course, I have to disagree in regard to the effectiveness of using social to sell the vehicle. You know, there was, there's been some really incredible studies that have backed up not only my experience, you know, and what I was able to accomplish in Montana selling cars, but, but how the automotive industry as a whole is really moving in this direction of social. Google, a study that Google did said that people who were planning to use YouTube to research vehicles, over 70% of them were influenced by the YouTube videos they saw, more than TV, newspapers, magazines. I mean, that to me is compelling. That's not only saying that video, you know, is helpful for visibility, but yeah, it's saying that, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to help the sale. <laughs> okay. And then, Mark, before uh, I'll let Tommy go in and weigh in with Alan, but Mark, do you want to comment on that? I mean, I guess Laura was saying, just to kind of recap, if you, if you didn't hear everything she said, she agrees with you in part, and, and what you said is very important kind of disagrees, maybe separates a little bit with the fact that uh, you can't sell the vehicle. I understand what, what you're saying here, and, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of merit to it. I actually read this uh, uh, earlier in the week and felt, um, you know, I actually felt like, you know, I got what you were saying here as well. And I think, this, I think that if anything, though, this is going to be an issue that we have to address your point is 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 a point that dealers raise. Hey, it's 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 a way to build a relationship, but I still have to sell this car, you know, to this person, and that process may or may not have changed. So, won't you weigh in on this, Mark, a little bit? And uh, and uh, we thank you, by the way, for being on the show. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yes, um, you know what we do in social selling it creates the relationship that start, which then helps us create trust and confidence with the customer and the customer with us. I mean, that is absolutely essential if we're going to create a sale. But to really think that we're going to complete the sale just by way of social selling is just not going to happen. And, and the main reason, the main reason I wrote the article is that I saw a lot of salespeople spending all day out on social websites. And they're in this conversation, they're in that conversation, and they're having a lot of great conversations. But are you really talking to the prospect? Are, are, are you really talking to that person who is looking to buy that vehicle? Or can you take that person that's thinking about it and move them towards buying a vehicle? That's the challenge that I always see in social selling. So you really, it, it, it really it's just a matter of how you're using your time. But you still to really think that we're going to close the sale just by way of tweeting back and forth or Facebook posts back and forth, probably not going to happen. Let's put it this way. It may happen. It'd be great. But, boy, if I had to rely on that to do all my sales, I'd probably not have shoes on my kids. You know, I probably just wouldn't be selling enough vehicles. Mr. Alan Ram, are you with us, sir? Look at this guy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Man, welcome back. Welcome back. I always wonder, what helmet is that in the background, Alan? Uh, that's my Marine Corps helmet. Nice. Well, thank you for your service, man. Thank you for your service. I knew, you know, I knew before I knew that you had to be a Marine because it's, you, you, you seem like you wake up and chew nails. You know what I mean? Like you're on fire all the time, man. What do you say about, I mean. Uh, I, I, I've, got nothing, I've got Laura Madison on this call. <laughs> Why am I even here? I just wanted you guys to see my Pat Tillman jersey. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Well, you might as well weigh in since you came. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you know. I don't know what uh, Laura certainly, and I just heard Mark speak, and, and Laura certainly isn't a proponent of selling the vehicle over social media and through Twitter or YouTube or anything like that. 
it's all about making a connection, and, and it's all about connections. And and, and this is uh, so so. Nobody on our end was uh, talking about doing the whole transaction over social media, but it is a way to connect and build relation relationships. You know, when I see still in in 2016, you still see salespeople standing out front waiting for ups. And I was talking to this with the guys from uh, Next Up, Mark and Clint, that were here in the office yesterday. It, you think about this, every one of those salespeople standing outside has not, not just a customer base. Forget about the customer base for a minute. They've each got, on average, 350 Facebook friends. They've got... You know, everybody they want to sell a car to is on LinkedIn. Let's face it, every 800 credit score out there is on LinkedIn. And there are 4 billion YouTube video views per month. So, so you know, it, it's, all about making, how, it's all about making connections. And that's what social media is about, making connections, building relationships. And by the way, uh, Volker, Laura Madison was not in the crib in 2006. Although, although I do know that uh, when I was selling cars... Mark Zuckerberg was still riding a big wheel around. So ask more Madison questions, please. I'm, I'm just here so you guys can see my stuff. <laughs> well, I want to go to Brett Uber real quick because, Brett, you're, you're, you're flying, uh, you're, you're playing, you know, uh, between four stores. And, uh, and, you know, I know that you were on the vendor side uh, once upon a time with a couple of really big companies. And if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, you were one of the top or first 10 employees at autotrader.com. Am I, am I correct on that? Yeah, I was in the first hiring round. First hiring round. Okay, so I mean, so and in, in here you are a dealer. I know you're in real estate and and so forth. And but so okay, let, no one's denying. And I want to ask you about this because even though Alan, you know, clarified, you know, that hey, I'm not proponent of the whole process. You know, you heard Mark and and kind of read something else from his uh, article here. Um, he says this may seem harsh, but I find too much time being wasted. And I mean wasted on social selling because it become a giant time suck. Now, here you are in a, in a position where obviously we're in an internet and social age, okay? And obviously, I know you're on social media. I get your posts and shares every day and as, as well as Mark. And so is it and can it be a time suck if we um, if we if we allow it to, if we don't handle it right, and what's your opinion moving forward? Can more of the process be handled online, or is is that not really the definition of what true social selling is, Brett? I mean, my opinion is is that you know, I mean, the, in, until the human condition changes, the sales process will remain the same. I mean, the vehicle by by which we get the customer in may change, but. The human condition will remain the same, and I think what you have is I, I know years ago when we were doing sales training, we'd give a sales training process, and people would get really excited and think all they had to do was go say those five things, and that the customer was going to say, "Where do I sign?" And then two weeks later, they were like, "This doesn't work," and and it's well, yeah, the word track works, but you got to learn how to sell. Mm-hmm. And so, it same thing happens with social selling, right? As salespeople take the path of least resistance, and they're hoping to conduct everything online and hide behind talking to people rather than getting the customer in and trying to sell them a vehicle. And so, to me, social selling is a great opportunity because it all social selling is a morph 
of what people used to do when they'd buy the car and they'd go home and they'd show five neighbors. Well, now they put it on the Internet and they show 50 people or 100 people or 300 people. And so you have the keeping up with the Joneses or the monkey see, monkey do uh, situation. If you're an astute salesperson, you can, you can leverage that and get some referrals out of somebody's social media bank. But I think it's really a, a referral-based opportunity to get the customer off of Facebook or off of Twitter or whatever your social media of choice is and onto the phone and into the store and try to uh, serve them and serve their needs. Hmm. Well, does it make more sense then for us to kind of rename it, you know, social networking or social um, lead generation? Does that make more sense than social selling? Because that's not really what's happening. And I, you can you can call it whatever you want. I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, the sales process is the same. As I said, when we went to deal, digital dealer, I, I walked around and every vendor there told me that they didn't need the sales process anymore, but could they set an appointment and give me a sales presentation? So, <laughs> and I said, well, just send me an email. We don't need that anymore. And But you don't understand my products. You'll have to hear my presentation. So. The reality of it is, is that it's all lead generation. I mean, if you're going to spend twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, unless you're a, a eight hundred credit score that's buying a brand new car with no trade, financing already in in tow, the rest of the people got to come in, which is the majority of America. I'm going to ask Laura and then and Mark this, and uh, of course Brett, VJ, Allen. You guys can all jump in. Feel free, you know, to to kind of round robin this. So so just kind of raise your hand so to speak jump right in but starting with laura and then and then mark so let me ask you this when it comes to okay so what i'm hearing here is that it's a it's a more of a networking and it's a way to get attention and, and let me throw this out there you know again i mentioned i was with grant cardone monday we were down in miami and i would think anybody would be a fool to think that he doesn't sell things online i'm talking like transactions you know however there's a relationship there it's with the consumer and there's multiple small dollar products that you can purchase wristbands and socks and things of that nature not thirty thousand dollar automobiles so before laura before you kill me let me just say so so there's this multiple transactions that could be anytime there's a periscope i could sell something anytime there's this i can sell something but but putting that type of sale aside laura when is isn't it a relationship builder and then that relationship leads to ultimately bringing them in i mean weigh in on that and 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 really why maybe um there's companies out there that might be selling this the wrong way to dealers well i I certainly want to weigh in because i'm I'm feeling like i have a bunch of grandpas trying to redefine what i know social selling to actually be and and how effective it can actually be you guys want to rename it but you haven't lived it when I started with taking, you know, taking action on social, I did think that it was going to be a relationship builder, and that turned out to be very true. You know, social media provided a great introduction to people. It, like Mark says, it really started to build the trust with customers. But I learned something else that was really powerful, and it was that these connections were so strong that we did start selling cars because of the social media connections. I started shipping cars all over the Northwest. So many of my clients live so far outside of our normal territory, and that's something we talk about. Again, it's a testament to how strong this connection can be, but can we sell cars on social? Yes, I did it. So I'm really not sure why we would rename it social networking. We're seeing more and more people really do that and emulate it and follow this game plan and roadmap to do a similar thing. So I'm just, I'm really not comfortable with a bunch of people saying, oh, we probably can't do it. And hey, I would agree with Mark in the respect that we probably can't do it, do it tweeting back and forth. 
I didn't like Twitter as best for social selling either, but actually creating relationships with people that I'll never actually meet and shipping the car to them and working deals or taking a deposit on a vehicle and then having them drive drive their trades 12 hours, that happened all the time. Mark, are you being I mean, a... That's important to me. Okay, absolutely. And you were very successful. And by the way, Alan, you got the right girl there, man. She just stood up in the middle of a circle full of uh, full of full of us and full said grandpas, I believe said, she, hey, said. Yeah, she called she called you a grandpa kind of Mark Mark are you being a grandpa in this respect man or what what do you say to that I mean obviously Lawrence has some success with it but you know then again I get your part I'm not a grandpa yet um you know my my, my oldest your daughter age, I'm a, yeah I'm close I mean I'm cl- not like I, I'll be, be a, a very young grandpa but, yeah, but you could the point be. is yes, is that I'm in the middle here man I mean I got to be very honest with you um, I see both sides and I'm not just trying to be you know. Uh, I'm not trying to be unbiased. I'm just being, I, I'm not sold yet. Well, here's the thing. I think, I think Laura is spot on because mm-hmm. social media allows you to expand your network. It, it allows you to reach people that you'll never get on your lot. That's the beautiful thing. So in that regard, social selling, and let's call it, let's call it social relationships, so, mm-hmm. social networking. It, it, it's that ability. Again, I come back to that ability to build trust and confidence. Mm-hmm. You'll never be able to do that to the extent that you can by using social media sites. Just the piece where I get concerned with is make sure that every minute you spend on social media, it's earned that right. Because, again, I'll go back and I watch too many salespeople spending way too much time watching stupid cat videos. That's not, <laughs> not going to do anything to move the business. Mm-hmm. Alan, what I couldn't you? agree more. Just to what, jump in, just to jump in real quick. Alan, you're, uh, I can't uh, hardly uh, hear you. You're, you're away from your mic or something. At first, it kind of fades out, and then was, was Alan All right, Can you hear me? You yes. can hear me now, That's right? Yep. Yes. How are we talking about cat? Who's talking about cat videos? Laura, did you ever, were, is that how you sold all those cars up in Montana as you were watching cat videos? <laughs> I do have to, I have to totally agree with you, Mark, that it could, it could potentially be a time suck, but I think our job in the business, as we kind of run these micro businesses, figuring out how we're, you know, how much time we're spending on the phone, how we're following up with cold customers, right. how, how we're mining opportunities, everything needs to be prioritized. So I completely agree with you that it shouldn't be the only activity, but should it be in the mix and should it be higher up on the priority list? Absolutely. Well, I was going to say, why, why, well, I was going to say just real quick, you talk about time sucks and. I think if you're not, she's even if it's sucking some time, it's actively pursuing business in some way, shape, or form, as opposed to, I don't know. I mean, I've never worked in a car well, lot. Let, so let me what, say, well, let me. What does it look like when you're not doing that? If you're not making cold calls and you're not doing that, you're not taking it up. What are you doing then? Yeah, well, let me let me let me let me throw this to VJ VJ here, and let me let me say this, and because I'm kind of be, be devil's advocate here, because I again I understand both sides and let me just see if maybe this is what mark was was talking about i had us i had many sales reps over the year but let's just look at something that is prior to really social media taking off but let's say when you know email really became prevalent and people started to send email i had a rep that went from number one i mean number one had a record that stood for a solid year to me firing him after six months of not being able to turn him around because he tried to take the path of least resistance. No matter what I, what I told him, his sales dropped dramatically because he tried to email and take the path of least resistance and got off the phones. So I'm not sure if that's where Mark's going with this. If, because maybe some, maybe, maybe Laura, and I know you agreed slightly and, and Alan, you know, but maybe everyone's not as disciplined. So uh, I don't want to put words in Mark's mouth, but I mean, that's what I was thinking of when he began to say maybe some time being wasted 
Um, you know, now I wasn't thinking about cat videos and things, things like that, but I was thinking about, you know, reps um, in that nature, because yeah. I mean, sometimes people, you know, if you, if you give the wrong salesperson the ability and say, Hey, I think we should really get a LinkedIn account. We just started branding our salespeople here. And, 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 you know, my, my fear was, and I interview you guys all the time. My fear was that sales reps that weren't good enough. Okay. And weren't ready to really brand themselves socially might starve. And, and that's what kind of what Mark said, because they, they would look at that as like the top salesperson in the room is doing it. But yeah, but they're also the top salesperson in the room, got a big book of business, and they're disciplined enough to make phone calls. You're not. I mean, does that make sense? I think, well, you know, and you're talking about the difference between people that are, you know, they, you might be concerned with these cat videos that people are going to be pretending like they're working, pretending like they're on social media and doing something versus really doing something mm -hmm. it, it, it's that, that's a different topic mm -hmm. as, as far as what we call it social media social what, whatever whatever we call it who cares at the end of the day social media and and using social media and and uh, you know like i said i don't know anything about selling cars on social media because i've, I've learned it from laura like i said i know if you ask me how many cars i sold on social media I would tell you it was zero. Mark, how many cars have you sold off social media? I'm not in the automotive industry, so I, I can't Okay, exactly. Anything. Laura did. Laura right. sold 30-plus cars a month using social media. And I think that one of the things that she realized, while everybody else was standing outside on the point talking about their fantasy football team and, and, and talking to each other, she had a, a realization that how many people could I reach through social media. And this is one of the things that Grant, you know, all the credit to Grant. How else can you be everywhere all the time if not on social media? Somebody please answer that question for me. My microwave goes off and Grant's picture flashes up on my microwave. <laughs> so so how can you be every how can you be everywhere all the time, if not on social media. Just answer that. you got to give Mark a chance to respond to that, VJ. We'll come right back to you. But, Mark, respond to that and, and weigh in on it. And, and, uh, go ahead, yeah. Mark. Yeah. I, hey, social media is excellent when it's put in the right person's hands, such as with Laura. The challenge is they got to know how to use it. It's the same thing like when the telephone first came out, or like you use the example of email. If, if you didn't know how to use email, you would die using it. That the challenge we have is that not enough salespeople out there really know how to use social media to sell. And that's why you got to look to people like Laura to say, hey, how do I sell effectively using social media? Look at how Mark teed us right up there, Laura. Well, <laughs> Tommy, I, can we go this direction? I want—I hate to feed you this question, but we have to stay on this vein because I think right, that go. going to VJ real quick, I know yes. you can't hear your mic. I can hear you. Okay. But um, – VJ, we'll go to you, and you did get teed up, but honestly, Alan, going back for a second, um, disagreeing with you just for one second, I actually think that as much as I didn't know going into the show that this would actually be part of it, I actually think they do go hand in hand because I think that tapping into this is very important for you guys because that's probably why dealers would be unreceptive to it because they will think that their people aren't ready for it or something. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I think just as effective as it is in maybe teaching them the bells and whistles of it is, is saying, Hey, look, this is okay to, 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 to do it. You know, it's okay to implement, but I think there's going to be some training. VJ, what do you think about that, man? Well, that's the point. You know, I see it. It's, it's a perception. What is in the automotive industry? It's like old at 70 years old. We are always thinking we are wasting time when we are doing something new. And social media, let's face it, an email, you are 
checking your email, let's say you have a Gmail account, maybe 10 minutes combined of an entire day. Social media right now, we are generating around about two hours on conversion or communication on social media. So we are using an old technology, and I don't want to do it because I use email marketing as well, but social media, everybody knows already what they're doing and how they do it. The problem is, you know, you said it right in the entry, there is a lack of, uh, of, of uh, training. What we need to do, because we are always still in the same mindset, push, 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 push marketing. It's a pull marketing. Social media is pull marketing. Laura did it right when I sold cars on social media very early on in 2008 and 9, because I pulled with intriguing messages. You know, I put a folder up for example, and that's what we need to train. I put a folder up of a um, Dodge Viper, and I said, whoa, what a rocket, 0 to 60 in whatever, four seconds. And people just saw the picture and they said, how much is it? And that's what it is. We need to pull. And we are always in this old marketing shoes, in the old, old automotive school, push, push, push. That is what the change is. Laura did see it very well. Um, I did it very early on, and that's what I'm also implementing right now in my marketing strategy here at the you know, uh, Universal Auto Group. So education is everything. We don't have to tell a, tree, uh, an, a millennial how to post on Instagram. They are, they are showing you everything. They know already. We need to know now tell them what is the message we want to really portray. Is it a soft, it's a soft selling. That's what it is. I, I know this is this is going to be politically incorrect, but VJ, can you can you say I'll be back? Can you do you you got this? You, I just I got I just can you do that for me just so we can get this sound bite, man? We could use it. We'll send it to you. you I'll be back. <laughs> Come on, we, I was just good. thinking. You, you got I love the accent. I could have done it better than that. <laughs> well, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, um, we talk a lot. In my business, you know, we talk about numbers and conversion and ratios and stuff like that. And somebody, um, Ian Smith on Twitter, has said, you know, how many salespeople capture their customers' social media information and keep in contact via social media. So that's part of it. But then do we have – is there any – probably Laura would be best uh, suited to, to answer this. Are, do, are there any hard numbers on conversion or is there – can you even calculate that when it comes to actual, you know, contact with people made socially and then selling them? Who are you asking? Oh, Laura. Uh, Laura, I, I think Laura would be best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could answer that, I think you'd probably be best suited for that particular question. You know, to be very honest with you, I don't have firm numbers. It's not something that I ever tried to track or study from a scientific, you know, perspective. I'm a salesperson, so I was motivated by sales. And I remember the first car I ever sold off social media. That was my aha moment. That was okay, this converts. And over the years, I worked and I tweaked and I tried to figure out what was going to work and maybe what wasn't so effective. And I've honed in on the strategies that were effective. You know, but do I have numbers about how my 10 minutes creating a quick video and posting it on YouTube was going to perform based on the 10 minutes that I've been standing around up front? I mean, I think that kind of goes unsaid. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Mark, uh, go ahead, Alan. Now, and you think about this, as uh, Volker mentioned about two hours, he was talking about time frames. You know, again, throwing this back to the conversation I had with the guys from Next Up yesterday, the average salesperson has five and a half hours 
per day that they're not with a customer. Five and a half hours per day. So I, I think a couple hours focused on sell, uh, uh, on making connections and not just and making connections, building relationships through social media. I think that's a fantastic way to spend your time when you're not with a customer. Brett, uh, Brett, we're you know going to back to you and and I know we're kind of circling the wagon here, you know, but. People, if somebody mentioned a minute ago, but I was thinking people, I mean, are getting hit by cars, you know, and they're running into poles looking at their phone. So, I mean, I was in Starbucks the other morning. There's like 35 people in line, and I leave my phone in the car on purpose, you know, and I just want to run in and run out. And I was standing in line for like 10 minutes, and I just looked around, and I'm thinking I wish I had my phone, not to look at it, but the video, 35 zombies looking down at their phone and, and staring there. And I started to think back, like, you know, man, I wonder what, 100 years ago what this would have looked like, you know. But, you know, Brett, so we're obviously in a social world but mark has a good point that it's it's you know is it a, is it mainly about building relationships and then maybe i know you you weren't in laura's world but was was laura really building relationships through youtube and had you know friends and people that looked forward to getting some of her messages and then it was maybe a relationship sell that took place online i mean can you weigh in on that a little brett I just have a little different perspective. I mean, okay. obviously, Laura's a very passionate person, and she's a passionate salesperson and probably an A player. And, you know, when I was selling, I felt like I was an A player. One of the things that I learned with with evaluating my experiences is that, you know, I automatically assumed everybody could do it like me. And when you start building businesses, you got to build a process that scales amongst every skill set level to be able to execute. And most of the the, the franchise locations in North America now, your your strongest people that are able to close business are your managers, and so you've got to scale that to where you can get that you can get the inquiry, and you have to, to funnel that to your stronger people that get them in. And so, if you you know if, if we have if we have a Laura, we're in good shape. Laura can she make she there's no doubt. I mean I don't I don't just uh, just bunk her thing that she sold cars on social media. I've done some of that. Mm-hmm where I put stuff out there and people have called me on those cars. But I would say is if you got to scale it in mass, I think it's more of a uh, of a lead generation than it is uh, it, something that we can scale to truly just never talk to the customer and sell something on social media. That's what I believe. Okay. Mark, in your uh, your article, social selling is something, nothing more than uh, selling. Let me start over. Social selling is really nothing more than virtual networking. I think, We've kind of already agreed about that. But you said, I know there's such a statement that's going to anger some of my peers who believe strongly in the power of social selling. And I don't think – and actually, I was just just looking at a tweet. Um, actually, it was Arnold, of all people. He said, social selling is simply the modern-day equivalent of picking up the phone book, uh, just more effective. you agree with that? Yes, yeah. And, and that's, that's really what it is turning into. It's just, again, we got to make sure that we have people trained so they know how to handle it, know how to use it. So they don't fall back to that person that we described earlier, the person who, wow, email, let's do everything on email. And they went from first to number eight and ultimately got fired. We just have to train them. Very, very, very good. Alan, you know, and I know, Alan, I know you're on the show for a lot of other topics, uh, and I know you, and, and the only thing you've ever surprised me on, um, you know, and, is, and again, you know, you, you ask me why every time I say this, but uh, without getting to that topic, the, the whole up system thing is the only thing you've ever surprised me on, and I kind of get the reason why you feel that way, but in, with regards to what there's, what we're talking about here today, then isn't it, isn't it a training issue, Alan? Isn't it a, a – and Arnold, yes, you can drink because we said training. But a training issue, isn't that really what it comes down to? Because what, 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 you know, if you have a person that is, a, that is, a, that is a, you know, a great salesperson, they can sell anyway. They can sell over the phone. I mean, I use 
Say it again. Yeah, it's all a train. It's all a training issue. You know, Brett, when he was learning how to fly his plane, they trained him. Now, I'm sure that plane would be very dangerous if somebody hadn't trained Brett how to use it. But so it, 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 it or if it, I were it, flying it, it. it. <laughs> uh, what, what's that? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If I were flying uh, it, it, would be... <laughs> yes, uh, it, it, yeah, of course. It's all it's all about training. That's you know, and that's you know, one of the things that we we do is that's one of the things Laura does here is trains our dealers, our clients on how to use social media, but how to do it the right way. But it, and it's not about putting cars on, you know, on, on Facebook. I get that all the time. I look at my Facebook and I see. <laughs> people polluting my inventory with aged inventory not to mention their hummus pictures i don't know what that's all about but but anyway so they you know that that's not what it is it's building relationships she had as many videos where you didn't even see a car where she was just talking about something that might be of interest to people so it's not just about putting cars online but yeah absolutely you train your people to do it. Well, let me, but you train them to do it the right way in a way that doesn't embarrass them, the dealership, and their parents. Well, Alan, and, and I think maybe we're some of the dealers, and, and you know, um, again, Brett has a different perspective, but some of the dealers that may be apprehensive, that may be more easily swayed, but they're apprehensive. Um, you know, we were a digital dealer together, and there's there's companies that is coming out with like virtual test drives. I mean, now we're taking it to a place where, I mean, we're trying. I think we're taking the cool effect of of technology, and we're trying to replace you know this boring, I guess, that we're bored with with human relationship. I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, I guess that kind of gets lumped into, and then every time you go twice a year to one of these conferences, you're getting inundated with like the coolest and newest deal. Hey, we got a virtual test drive pretty soon. You know, you know, Carvana's delivering delivering here the car to your house. I mean, I think that that may be part of the issue there. So are there some versions or, or, or some aspects, Alan, of, of social selling? Or, let me go to Laura, I guess. Laura, are there some aspects of what's labeled under social selling that you disagree with? I mean, things like that. Is that taking it too far? Are we, are we, you know, are we going to, are we going to take this too far? All I can really say about social selling and, and the evolution is that I think there's still a place for the salesperson. I think there's still a place for very often the test drive, you know, the touching, the feeling of a vehicle. Even when I shipped cars, I did find that, that many times people had gone or at some point driven the car, whether it was somewhere else uh, beforehand. So I do, I do kind of see this, I see social selling as an evolution of what Joe Girard did years ago. I see it using today's modern day tools in the most effective way to convert sales. And that, that's really what I see. So again, I couldn't agree more on the relationship building element of it. And again, I think to Alan's point, we've got to train them because their instinct is not to build relationships. Their instinct is to use social media as a billboard, as an advertising platform, and that's what's not effective. And that's what Mark is seeing people spending whole days doing that never, that activity just never converts. And nobody's talking, and, and, you know, I agree with Brett. As far as the retail sales process, it, it's still, you know, I, I still think, I still strongly believe that people still want to drive these things, and people still buy cars from people. This is just one more way to build relationships. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on YouTube. When's the last time somebody on this panel didn't didn't watch a YouTube video throughout the day? You know, I we're all on LinkedIn. And so everybody's on social media. It's just one more way to connect with people. It doesn't replace, 
you know, customers still coming into your dealership and you still meeting and greeting them, taking them for a ride. It doesn't, you know, as much as things change in the automotive industry, I think in a lot of ways they stay the same. This is just one more thing we can take advantage of. What are we talking about? There are still salespeople. If I drive down Frank Lloyd right here in Scottsdale, I'll still see by these dealerships a grand total of 57 salespeople standing outside doing absolutely nothing. What's the argument for that? I mean, I think, uh, Alan, I mean, there's two, there are people that want to do the whole transaction online. I think that when it first started, there were it seemed to be like there were more, but that's because they were the early adopters. Now, because of mobile and the access to the Internet, the mainstream is now is now actually on the uh, on the technology tools as well. And I and I personally believe that you know it depends on your social economic area. Busy people will will do it all over the internet. The yeah, but you've got to be prepared to do it all different ways. Well, I'm saying the the non, which is the way the business has always been. Before the before the social media came out, that was the consumer reports people that wouldn't come in that wanted to do everything over the phone and they wanted to come in and leave and just became they got a little more empowered and, and there was. Uh, it seemed to be that there was more of those folks when the internet came out, but it was just that early adopter crowd, and there everybody's on there, and busy people still don't want to come. But the reality of it is, is that you can have all the busy customers, and the other eighty percent of America are the ones that are not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So eight eighty percent. It's still twenty eighty. Hmm. But it's just one more way to connect. It's just yeah. one more way to build relationships. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Let's jump in. Uh, when you guys mentioned that through all the exhibitions, uh, digital delay, etc., new technology comes out, virtual test drives, and all this stuff, it's all nice. But we are surfing just the purpose, uh, trying to find the silver bullet again. But the problem is in social selling or social relationship building is number one authenticity. We need to be there. You know, we need to be ourselves. And we need to not always wait for some technology helping us. Yeah, we need maybe scheduling, we can schedule uh, social tweets, whatever we can do, but it is still a people's business. And social media is people business. And so when I'm hearing now virtual testers coming out and you just click the button and make a quick info video, that's not really what I think is the purpose of our social interaction. We, are, we need to be human, and, and we are trying to find again some technology now chiming in and helping us again, and maybe that's a silver bullet. I think that is, that is always the same repetitive business in our industry that we are trying to find the silver bullet. And social media is maybe not the silver bullet, but it's a very good engagement tool, as Ellen right now said. It's an engagement tool, a new opportunity, a new role to find a detour to customer harm. Yeah, and, and uh, we're going to give you guys the opportunity to have some closing remarks here. We're going to have everybody will go down the line, but and I, I want to say this because again, I I think we all I think we all agree. I mean, even even Mark, who wrote the blog, obviously here, that would allude to the fact that he doesn't. I think that I think that um, I, I'm going to say this. Maybe start off. This is my opinion. I think that based on what you just said, VJ, that we're always looking for the silver bullet. That's not just social, and that's my beef as a sales trainer. I mean, I've trained salespeople for 20 years. Uh, uh, people have worked for me and you know the salespeople often try to find the uh, shortcut and I think that what you just said is probably one of the reasons that we may have an issue with it not because it doesn't work it works for Laura because she's a superstar 
You know, this guy is great right here next to me. He's one of my top sales guys. And, and I have others that, that I, I, tr- I trust because I know everything they're going to do, they're going to do it without wasting time. They're there to make money. They're there to succeed. And they're going to use every single solitary avenue. And, but then there's, then there's the ones, though, that go, I want to win the lottery. I want to I find the shortcut. I want to find the silver bullet. And the silver bullet is busting your freaking butt. The silver bullet is working. At all, at all angles. So, you know, so I think that that might be the, uh, the, the gulf that separates it. Mark, I'll give you, you know, a chance here. Go ahead and give your closing remarks. And by the way, when you're finished, you take 90 seconds or so, say whatever you want, and then give um, our listeners a way they can get a hold of you. I recommend following uh, Mark uh, Hunter on Twitter and on social media. Um, got some great content on sales in general. Um, and uh, so, Mark, go ahead and give your closing remarks and then let our listeners know how they can follow you. And then uh, we'll go. We'll go down the line. Great. Hey, social selling. The key word is social. It's a way to create trust. It's a way to create relationships. You got to be trained to know how to use it to, to flip the dial, as Laura's been talking about, to make it a sales tool. And that is again where we've got to make sure that we're providing our salespeople. We got to provide them with the training so they know how to do that. Because otherwise, they do wind up getting sucked into watching the cat videos. I keep coming back to the cat videos because I can see a lot of people wasting a lot of time. Social selling works to help you expand your network far beyond any reaches of what your dealership can, can ever get for them. Anyway, hey, uh, if you want to reach out, connect with me, I'm at The Sales Hunter, The Sales Hunter. I got the great last name Hunter, so I had to use it. You can jump out there, follow me on Twitter, The Sales Hunter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I, I'm all over the place because you know what? I use social selling to create social networks. Thank you, Mark, for being with us. Thanks, Mark. Mr. VJ, your final remarks for the day, sir. Thank you. Yeah, so what I want to really emphasize is following. When you have as a dealership a a team, let's say you have an e-commerce or marketing team, and you're trying or you're looking into the options of social selling or how to be more social media active instead of just catch a tweet and inventory what Ellen was referring to, just think it like uh, a squadron member. So, I, for example, that's a part of my book where I, uh, where I wrote how to find and assemble the right crew. You are the platoon leader. You are the captain. So you cannot do everything yourself. You have to have soldiers. But you have to have different soldiers. You have to have, for example, a guy who is specialized in sniping. You have to have a special guy who is specialized in detonation. So. That's how you actually assemble your team. Even so you are the leader, you have to give away some control and say, you own it to your employee A. When you are able to do that, you will be my special guy for, let's walk around videos. You're the guy for Instagram. You're making great photos and make good snippy comments. That's how you need to assemble a team. So forget about one size fits all. They are all special, some specialists out there. You just have to find and assemble your crew. That's what I. That was one of the most quoted chapters for my book, where when people talk about it, it makes sense. So you have to. You cannot do it all. You find the specialist, like the dealership. When they found Laura, they had a specialist there and doing an excellent job. So and when you want to follow me, I'm uh, like I'll be back kind of guy. Um, it's VJ Nader. VJ, say it again. You, you broke up right in the middle of your uh, of your. My, my uh, Twitter handle is at Vigenator. Oh, 
I did. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? I come on, man. That's that's what I'm talking about. All right. Go. So, so uh, and we'll definitely have you back. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Yeah, I was waiting all day for that one. Good all time. right. So uh, we'll go to Brett Oob and uh, Brett. Thanks for being with us. I know you're busy, and uh, as as everyone else is. And uh, if you can give us your closing remarks, sir. I mean, I, you know, just to build on what's said, I don't, I don't know how how uh, uh, in, insight the closing remarks would be other than what I was sitting here thinking is is that I was having a discussion with a friend of mine last night and we were talking about social media and, you know, it, most people, their social media persona, and I don't know if I can say it on the radio, but I will anyway, is, is just kind of a bullshit thing they created. And so, you know, when, when, you're, when you're trying to create that as a, as a, as a marketer on there, it's it's the same thing as if you read any other type of media, and so I think that you know to to think that it's ever going to be where we're going to just sell on on any type of platform without having to have customer interaction, customer engagement, I think is a misnomer. And so I think these are great tools. I think that as the market becomes more convoluted and gets harder to get in front of real uh, in market shoppers. It's, it becomes more and more and more and more vital that we train our all of our force on how to do this and try to figure out a process to do it. But to say that it's ever going to replace anything, nothing ever replaces hard work and the grind of being in front of somebody. Well said. Yes, sir. Mr. Alan Ram. Your yeah, I don't, I don't, and, and again, I don't, I don't think that it's going to replace. I think it's something, I think it's an amazing tool that people like Laura realized a while back and you know if i was listening to the show right now i'm just telling you this and I'll, I'll talk to laura after we get off air but i'd be more confused than ever about what somebody like laura did because i've got you know volker talking about tweets laura didn't tweet laura didn't you know look at cat videos and it wasn't about putting inventory or walk around videos online it was you know if you really and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a shameless plug out here and i don't care you really want to learn how to sell off social media I'm going for it right now. Hold on, wait, hold on. before you say, hey, Alan, Alan, hey, before you before you say that though, Brett, what did you tell me? Hold on, Alan, before you say that, I'm gonna let let you pick right up with your stuff where you left off. Brett, what did you and I, you and I talk a lot? What did you tell me about dealers and about their desire to be sold and about the, the uh, conferences that have no pitch zones and things like that? What did you oh, say? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm giving Alan a hard time because I like him. But no, but no, what I did mean, you say though? What I said exactly, I said that. You know, people people have a desire to be sold. I mean, people they, have a they want you to they want you to come in. Dealers, I mean, any anybody, they want you to come in, and they want you to figure them out, and they want you to take them down the road of the sale, and they want you to close them. They don't so, want you to take the package. Good, then so, you're gonna love this. There you go, Alan. Come on, pitch it away, because the dealers that are listening, <laughs> no, I'm, give us some. I'm, I'm, you know, some of the mischaracterizations of what I've heard here, as far as, far as what you know, people like Laura have done. I think are inaccurate. And if you really want to learn how to do it, learn it from someone who did it. That young lady sold 30, 30 plus cars a month at her dealership doing what we're talking about. So none of it was theory. None of it was, well, it sounds good. And why do we need to specialize? Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on. Is every one of you guys on LinkedIn? The answer is probably yes. We all check out YouTube. So I, I think that the, the beautiful thing about what someone like Laura did is she did it in a way that you could somebody could replicate. And, yes, it is about training. She teaches you how to do it, but it, it, it's anybody could do it if they apply themselves to doing it the right way and don't spend any time watching cat videos. 
That's gonna be the that's gonna be the uh, the quote of the day. I've by the way, Mark. One Cat, hey, I'll be honest with you. Mark's got. I tell you, I won't mention who it is here. We have fifty employees, and there's just Tommy knows who it is. There's one employee here that I'm sure watches a ton of cat videos. I know he watches YouTube. He was gone one day. YouTube <laughs> called and wanted to know why our bandwidth, like, you know, uh, had gone down. What's going on over there? But uh, so hey, um, Laura, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, just one, the, the final thing is, if anything, this call has definitely today illuminated the fact that I think we all agree that training is a necessity. These guys, they just don't know how to do it on their own. People don't know how to use social assault cards. So again, that plug, it's, it's so important that everybody goes to socialsellingdp.com and at least checks out what we have to offer in training in this regard because we're going to cover everything. It's comprehensive. We're going to cover how much time you should be spending on, on a day and we're going to give you the best activities that are going to convert sales and compliment everything that all of your top producers are already doing. That's social selling VT is in Tom, right? VT.com? Yes, correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So social VT. All right, great. Well, guys, gal, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Um, I've learned something and uh, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Mark, thanks for writing such a great, uh, great article um, and, uh, and uh, keep them coming. And, and so thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, for joining our show today. Hey, Alan, Thanks, uh, so I, I, I'm going to be busy, though. Don't call me and try to fix me. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good luck on getting Brett on the yeah. phone, Alan. If you, uh, hey, you could... I, no, hey, I'm, no, I'm going to – I know exactly how to do it. I'm going to tweet him. I'm going to tweet him a cat video. Put a YouTube video up. Either, so. yeah, I was going to say, it, you, you, there's some sort of, like, secret, he, he, secret system good. that Brett uses that uh, no one knows about that he communicates on because uh, – it's pretty much when he wants to talk to you or wants to, you know, good luck <laughs> on that. That would be a book to write right there if you can, if you can find a way to get. I think they, they call that book Vito. was a very important top officer. You get that guy on the phone. and uh, It's a wrap. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All righty. That was a good show, man. It's, you know what? I think it's done, and I think, too, there was some, some clarification needed on some things. But I think it just opened up. It opened up some... It opened up part two. Well, it's a lot of dialogue that just—I mean, people. It's like it's like anything else. It's new, and I think Laura was a was a um, she was way ahead of the curve on this thing. And you know now, because I, I was going to ask the question: Well, who trains? Obviously, they you know Alan and, and Laura offer train, but who who tra- who trains if if it wasn't in that old school? Nobody. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Nobody. I mean, the, the the problem is there's well, Laura didn't start off training; she started off doing no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. But who trains? That's what I'm saying. In, in an average dealership, who do they get besides? They don't yeah. because well, we, the because prob- they don't. The problem is there's so many people that are doing it now that it seems like too many people are just shouting and they're flooding is it social media. Well, they're, tr- they're that- trying to do. They're trying to replicate. They're trying to replicate something they see without understanding the, right. the, the motive behind it. What, right. what the pioneer, There's pioneers out there. And to be honest with you, there's hardly no one. Even though we feel like there's a lot because we have them on the show and we run into them, you got to understand the circle that we run in is, is, vaguely, is, is very small compared to 20,000 dealerships that are franchised in the United States. There's a big, big, big pool. We run in a small circle relatively uh, right. relative to, to, the, to the volume of dealers. So we see a lot, but really that's a small amount. It's a huge, huge void. That needs to be filled, but it needs to be filled the right way. But what I see is part two, and I don't, and I mean that now, getting and crossing over the barrier, not discussing the same issues, now discussing, hey, what does it look like? Because 
I saw Twitter blow up. I saw a guy saying my seventy year old grand seven I think it was uh seventy eight year old grandma was on Facebook or something like that. Yeah. I think it was John Willis pro. said my seventy year old eight year old grandmother's on face is a Facebook pro. I saw people say uh, Mike the car guy said he's over in California uh, race race uh, way forward, I think it is, said um, you know, the problem is when dealers or GMs and dealer principals hear social, they immediately immediately think of Facebook crap. That's what he said. Yeah, okay. So there's so much more to it. And Laura didn't get a chance to get into that. But I mean what she did is 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 used Social media. I mean, what's social media, man? YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Snapchat, Instagram, Vine. Vine. What else? I mean, oh, man, I there's mean, there's a, there's new apps coming out every single day for social media. I mean, there's so many different apps you can go down. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you something. The time, you know, the time when when the, when somebody in the auto business learns how to really really utilize Periscope uh, to 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 their benefit in selling cards. It's 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 incredible. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. so part two. That's a good idea. Let's do it now. Okay, and uh, on the show, uh, Mike uh, Cherub, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I thought it was hey. an interesting show. Mikey and I actually talked about a topic like this on our show, um, Just a Millennial, shameless plug, Tuesdays at 2.30 on the Autotainment Network. No, we talked about it, and honestly, um, we were just talking about the different strategies, and like I was saying, it seems like so many people saw that this was effective but never understood how to make it effective for themselves. So they're jumping on the bandwagon going, oh, let, me, part let, me, throw a bun- let right. me throw a bunch of social media out there and I'm going to get sales. No, well, it's not You know what? This is social selling. What we're doing now, we're not selling our product, but we're building relationships. And you know what? One of the things that Mark said, and we, we had to get off the air just simply because I got work to do too. But you know what? One of the things that Mark said that I do agree with is that if we rely solely on that, then we, guess what we do? If we rely solely on that, then we starve. If we rely solely on it, because here's the deal. If I relied solely on what I've sold, a business that we've accomplished, relationships that we built through the show, through other forms of social networking, and, and, and you know, we would, we, I mean, come on, we'd go out of business, right? Because it's a slow grind. But today, we're getting business off of the relationships that we built. And that's called social networking, social relationships, social selling. That's really what it's all about, in my opinion, and I, you know, and I, and I totally agree with that. And we don't talk about our program, but when you build a relationship with someone and they meet you, and they go, hey, and they go, hey, you know what? What what do you do exactly? You know, so so what what's your program do? I see it out there, and I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, so if, so if nothing else, it opens up the conversation to be able to be sold. Half half the battle of being of somebody being sold is just literally. Getting that attention, getting the open, you know, some, some, a door being opened. Well, one so of the things that one of the things that we haven't even talked about, maybe we need to bring this back. Make sure, Mike, we do part two. Here's a good point: is you have to have an audience. You have to have some sort of audience. Exactly. I mean, how can you sell over Twitter, or how can you how can you have a relationship that is sold over Twitter if you don't have an audience over Twitter, or how can you sell if you don't have an audience? I think so. That takes time to build an audience. How do you build an audience? You don't do it by selling at them. You do it by building a relationship. I, like the, I don't remember who it was on the panel. They said it's it's pulling. It's not pushing. Mm-hmm. It's not push selling. It's pulling. Which I I think that's Arnold, pretty good Arnold actually it. said it best. Learn one social network and get great at it instead of trying to manage and learn them all at once. I agree. Pretty with that. much stay in your social lane. Learn which one you're good. At and stick to it. He's don't really good at Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yes. he is. So, hey, real quick, I don't know who's in the lead. Make sure you uh, text um, uh, Okendo out there and tell him to let us know who's in the lead. We're going to end this thing in 20 minutes, 5 o'clock Eastern time. These are the Grant Cardone socks. These things are pretty cool, man. Got seller be sold. These are these are awesome. Um, heck, who, who's the one, who doesn't want a set of socks, man? There's six pair in here. These are the uh, Grant Cardone like ball and socks. We're going to give them out to the tweeter leader today. There's still time. 
to win. It's not based on how many followers you have. It's an algorithm that's used through a program that we use that tells us who the top influencers are. So get your audience to retweet you. Even if they're not listening, it helps you. And we're going to give these out. You must use two hashtags. Okay, we got 19 minutes to go. So get on it. And we're going to release at this point. We'll release who's in the lead. And in 19 minutes, Mike, make sure the winner gets sent out right at 5 o'clock on the misters. All right. So here we go. Hashtag auto dealer live and hashtag social selling. Hashtag auto dealer live and hashtag social selling. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan Ram tag. Bread a hoop on this. It's a YouTube video. It's cats. By the way, <laughs> autotainment alert. Autotainment alert. You if you missed any shows today or Tuesday, they are downloadable podcasts on iTunes and they are available 24 7 on demand on autotainmentnetwork.com. Check uh, it out. There are some crazy good shows. Well, yes, they're crazy. What the heck hey, we got to get off the air. It's been, we, we, I got I work to do. I'm so, stuck watching cat videos. Peace out. Social media is working. Social selling's working on me. Oh, yeah. Out. There you go. Now you're watching cat videos. God bless you. Good night.